On today's show, outside money is pouring into the automotive industry. BMW and Toyota team up to develop a hatchback, and I answer your questions and comments, and you said it. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for January 27th of 2015. Looks like the automotive industry is starting to shed its image as a rust belt business. Outside money is starting to pour into this segment like we have not seen in a century. Last year, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway bought the Van Tile Group, the largest privately held dealership group in the U.S. with 75 dealerships. Now, Automotive News reports that George Soros's investment company is also looking to buy up a big dealership group. When big money starts investing in car dealerships, you know that the long-term future looks bright for that segment. But wait, there's more. Automotive supplier TI Automotive announced it signed an agreement to be acquired by the private investment firm Bain Capital. The deal still needs to be approved by shareholders and financial terms were not disclosed. TI's current management will continue to run the company, but wow, big time investors buying up car dealers and part suppliers? Seven years ago, we would have never dreamed that the automotive world would be coming to this. Car sales in the U.S. are expected to be up strong in January. Wards forecast that sales will hit 1.1 million vehicles up. 8% compared to a year ago. The SAR should hit 16.4 million units. But you watch. Everyone is going to give credit to a growing economy and low gasoline prices. But we say, do you remember what was going on a year ago? Last winter, snowstorms clobbered car sales. So yeah, the U.S. economy is running strong and gasoline prices are dirt cheap. But sales would have looked good compared to a year ago no matter what. Still to come, BMW and Toyota team up on an entry-level car. The Ford Raptor packs a lot of punch, and you sound off in You Said It. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Not long ago, we reported that BMW and Toyota would team up to produce a new sports car, as well as share fuel cell and carbon fiber technologies. Well, now it looks like the two automakers are expanding that partnership to include an entry-level hatchback. Automobile Magazine reports the all-new model would slot into the Mini lineup and carry a price tag in the $15,000 range. So count out the Super Legera concept But we could end up seeing the Miner make a comeback, and that name dates back to 1959. It may look more like the small Rocketman concept that came out in 2011. The new F-150 Raptor is dropping its naturally aspirated 6.2-liter V8 in favor of a 3.5-liter EcoBoost V6. Ford said the new V6 would pack more punch than the 411-horsepower V8, but it had not revealed how much more, at least until now. During an interview at the 24 Hours of Daytona, Group VP of Global Product Development, Raj Nair, let slip that the engine will produce 
450 horsepower. The performance truck was also able to shed over 500 pounds thanks to its aluminum body. It's a good time to be living if you're a fan of super high horsepower pony cars and specialty off-road trucks. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Good nap. The Firestone Destination LE2. <laughs> Tough enough to handle anything the road throws at you. Oops. And you throw at it. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Richard Wakefield has a question about our Corvette versus Ford GT survey. Regarding your poll on the Chevy Corvette versus the Ford GT, why didn't you have an option that the Chevy folks won't do anything to try and compete with the Ford GT? Richard, we did give you that option. What do you think answer number one was all about? Pull out their hanky and run crying home to mommy. Marshall heard our report about GM and Ford considering getting back into making continuously variable transmissions. The people hate CVTs. All the auto magazines have derided them also. Why not just use a seven or eight speed automatic? Well, Marshall, that's because CVTs deliver better real world fuel economy than geared transmissions. That's because CVTs allow engineers to calibrate the engine to run in a relatively narrow RPM range, right in the sweet spot of where it gets the best fuel economy. I suggest you forget what the buff books say and go try out the latest CVTs from Nissan and Honda. The average driver will not notice the difference between those CVTs and the typical step gear transmissions. Enthusiasts are going to continue to hate them, but they're perfect for 90% of all drivers. Leon Bray wasn't all that impressed with JCI's concept for the interior of a semi-autonomous car. No one wearing seatbelts in the Johnson Controls video. Wonder how much a seatbelt would restrict your ability to access some of those features. Well, remember, what we showed you was an interior buck, not an actual car. I don't think that seatbelts would at all restrict anyone from using the features in that concept. And if you take this autonomous technology 20 or 30 years out, I can see the day coming when autonomous cars will not need airbags or seatbelts because it will be almost impossible to make those cars crash. Mike has an interesting observation about the way car companies treat suppliers. Relative to Takata, Diamond Electric, Yazaki, Firestone, and others, at greatest issue are the margins the suppliers are allowed to make. You start off with 5% and then have to deduct from that the cost of recalls and rejections. The only way to survive is to cut the edges by iffy cost reductions or possibly even collusion. This lose-lose proposition is in no one's best interest. Well, actually, the best strategy is to build good parts that don't cause recalls or rejections, but your point is a good one. OEMs keep forcing suppliers to cut costs, and that incentivizes suppliers to cut corners to protect their margins. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments, especially the ones that force us to think. We truly like hearing from you all. 
Also, don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We will provide you with some of the best insider discussions in the business. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching.